Welcome to this BJSM podcast. I'm Nicole van Dijk, a physio at Aspadar Sports Medicine Hospital in Doha, Qatar. And we have the distinct privilege of speaking with Dr. Marcus Walden, a consultant orthopedic surgeon from Sweden, one of the emerging voices in football medicine research and a senior associate editor here at BJSM. A recent open access publication in BJSM on ACL injury mechanisms has got everybody talking, Marcus. So we want to know about the ACLs, the lies and the videotapes. But first, could you give us your view on the current status of ACL injuries in football? Do you think it gets, uh, it deserves all the attention it gets? An ACL injury gets a lot of attention, not at least in the media. But there are a few football-related sayings or, or kind of myths that that we could dis- could discuss here. First of all, you sometimes see that uh, ACL injury is a common injury, the most common injury, but this is simply not true. Maybe if you have your data based on insurance claims, but but not on the field, where, for example. MCL tear is, is by far more common than ACL injury. We have previously shown that a men's professional team can roughly expect an ACL injury every second season. And a women's elite team can expect uh, an ACL injury each season. So there is a well-known uh, uh, gender disparity. But, but uh, for football, it doesn't seem to be so very big as you sometimes see. It's up to eightfold higher risk for female athletes in in cutting or or pivoting sports but it is probably around doubled or or maybe three times higher for female footballers. So it is a concerning injury and uh, I thought the literature describes injury mechanisms quite well. So can you tell us about the idea for this study and how you set it up? Our study is a joint venture project between the Football Research Group in Linköping, Sweden and the Oslo Sports Trauma Research uh, Center in Norway. And uh, the idea came up during the IOC Injury Prevention Conference in Monaco 2011. And uh, after this conference, we, we, we rapidly designed a project plan and started to collect uh, video sequences uh, from all those uh, three prospective cohort studies that we were involved in. The UEFA Elite Club Injury Study and the Swedish and Norwegian Professional Leagues. Uh, we uh, included uh, total ACL uh, tears occurring during club competitive matches and were able to identify identify uh, 55 injuries during the study period from 2001 to June 2011. And we were able to obtain video sequences for 40 out of these uh, 55 ACL injuries. Wow, that's a heap of work, Marcus. Uh, congratulations. And, uh... Tell us a bit about your findings and if you were surprised by these results. We were able to uh, analyze 39 of these videos and, and uh, we, wanted, we really wanted to look into to the football-specific playing situations, not only the, the injury mechanisms, uh, uh, such a cutting or a pivoting maneuver. And, and uh, uh, for the non-contact and indirect contact injuries, we were able to identify identify three typical injury situations or injury mechanisms, where the so-called pressing situation, where a defending player makes a sidestep cut in order to tackle the opponent or reach the ball, was was the, the most common injury situation. It was followed by, by uh, uh, regaining balance after kicking, and uh, landing awkwardly after a heading duel. 
have we then been lying to ourselves about these injury mechanisms for ACLs or do you think it confirms what we've always, th always thought to be true? Most of, most of the findings in our study confirms uh, previous literature that it seems to be a, a multi-planar injury mechanism and that the valgus is involved to some extent and, and uh, that most injuries are non-contact in nature, etc. Et then you also to able to show that the difference between men and women are maybe not as much as we thought before. Uh, we didn't see uh, as many valgus collapses in this material. Uh, even if there was valgus in, in uh, most injuries to some extent, it was uh, actually quite rare to see a, a, a typical valgus collapse, uh, except for those injuries where you have a, a direct uh, impact to the knee, forcing the knee into valgus position. So Marcus, have we focused too much on the issue of knee valgus? Uh, your work seems to hint uh, at the, a neuromuscular driver behind these injuries. But the, the problem is that we, we don't actually know uh, if the valgus collapse is, uh, is the mechanism or is the consequence of the injury. You, don't, you probably don't need very much of valgus to, to uh, put uh, too much load on the ACL so, so it can rupture. So Marcus, in your opinion, what does this mean for me as a sports physio or a sports medicine physician working with my team every day? Yeah, I, th I think you should uh, see the ACL injury preventive efforts in male athletes uh, as similar to what has previously been shown for female athletes. And, and uh, the preventive exercises should focus on getting a good general postural and neuromuscular control. Uh, you need to focus on, on correct jumping and landing techniques. And uh, as shown in our study, it's really important to, to maintain the balance uh, during ball kicking. Just on that subject, do you think we're, we're, we're making progress in terms of preventing these injuries? Most of the prevention uh, studies so far have involved uh, female teenagers so uh, i think we're, we're still not finished with this part we need to to carry out more prevention studies uh, on uh, senior athletes uh, senior footballers and especially male footballers and maybe professional athletes because i don't think that's uh, so simple as in in, in female teenagers you cannot just hand out a, a neuromuscular training program to elite footballers and uh, uh, expect a very dramatic injury reduction with uh, such an intervention because these these players they are already so skilled they they uh, train uh, this kind of exercises uh, exercises every day and so on so we need to come up with something new in order to to prevent uh, acl injuries and other uh, serious knee injuries in, in uh, professional athletes and footballers. So Marcus, is there any other component of this study that you thought was interesting? I think it was interesting to see that uh, all the direct contact injuries with, with impact to the knee uh, seem to result from, a, from very similar uh, playing situations where uh, the injured player was tackled from behind with a very forceful lateral impact to the knee, forcing the knee into a real valgus collapse. And uh, all these cases were the result of foul play and, and uh, those situations, situations should be sanctioned by a red card. So 
Uh, I think this was important to identify in order to uh, to avoid fierce tackling from behind and foul play. So more work to be done. Uh, a big thank you to Marcus Walden for exploring this popular topic with us today. If you want to find more updates and interesting thoughts from Marcus, you can follow him on Twitter at Marcus Walden. This has been a BJSM podcast. Thank you for listening.